Hello, everyone who's downloaded and taking the time to listen again. It's Ranj and Stu back with another episode of the Ranj Bawa podcast. Ranj, how are you doing today? I'm really well, Stu. Thank you. How about you? I'm doing well. It's uh, It certainly doesn't quite feel like December that we're in, <laughs> at least the end of 2020, this weird year it's been, but uh, I'm happy to see you and I'm happy to be doing one of these again. Yeah, really. Thank you, Stu. It's, it's great to be here with you and our listeners. And as you mentioned, we're in the late stages of 2020, with, which has been a, a dynamic year on many, many levels, and really wanted to come together tonight. And, and first of all, as we, we often do, is we share our gratitude for all the people who are joining us. And when we have these conversations, to you and I, and all our listeners dialing in, wherever they are and whenever they do download and listen to this, I really believe in the collective consciousness about us creating energy and creating a, um, a, an, an intention to to have dialogue and conversation about these things. You know, there's a lot of wonderful and amazing things to be grateful for and to be appreciative of and to acknowledge. And at the same time, there's some really dark, tough times out there. And so we're just grateful that we have a platform and that our listeners have given us the opportunity to share it with them to really create conversation and dialogue around it. Because one of the, I believe truly, one of the healing components of of, uh, adversity is talking. And whether it's talking with ourselves or talking with each other or creating, like I said, a collective consciousness around dialogue, it's healthy. It allows us to connect. And I think it allows us to heal. Well, one thing we want to do with this episode of this podcast, you know, it's, as we mentioned, it's the back end of 2020. We really wanted to kind of provide a pathway to embrace this holiday season as it approaches. And so what, what would you say are some things that we can look at at this time of the year and really reflect on in 2020? Mm. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> one of the one of the elements I thought about is is really reflecting on what we've done well. You amidst times when times are difficult and there's challenges at the the forefront of everything, every direction we look, it seems sometimes. Looking at what we've done well is imperative. Why why is that imperative? I've said this a few times on previous podcasts. Stu, when I played quarterback back in the day. You know, we didn't have the technology we did now. We actually had VCRs and VHS tapes. Yeah. And so we watched a lot of game film and game tape. And one practice I've employed in my life, figuratively speaking, is I watch game film at the end of every night, at the end of every week. I, In my mind, I look back on the plays I ran, the way I spoke, the way I showed up, the way I conducted myself, the mistakes I made, the lessons I learned. And really in looking at 2020 and how we can approach this holiday season, I think it it's an opportunity for all of us to really look at what we've done well. You know, how we've how we've supported others, how we have employed self-care when, when a lot's been on the line, how we've been honest about how we felt, you know, in talking with others, how we've communicated, and how, this is a big one, how we've actually adapted to the changing conditions. You and I were just even talking before we went on air here, is how quickly things change mm-hmm in the realm of a pandemic that's global. You know, there's things happening in different regions, different locales, different nations. And then all of a sudden it comes to the home front. It's like, wow, that, that just showed up. You know, you know, it's coming, but you just don't. And so reflecting what we've done well and remembering that the wins aren't necessarily big. They can be small things that we've overcome, people that we've helped, conversations that we've had, moments of triumph that we've seen other people achieve and even just the kindest words of encouragement that we can look back upon and say, you know what, in these difficult times we showed up. 
Yeah, uh, like I, I feel like it's a time of the year where everyone sort of looks forward to, mm. and it's definitely going to be a different feel for everyone this year. No matter depending on where you're living, the your you know uh, the strategies you have to take to hang out with just your family. Yes. Um, why does it? So even if you feel like you're doing everything kind of right, or you've you've been pretty positive at this time of year, why does it feel like it tends to be a little harder to acknowledge those things to mm. you? Yeah, good question. You know, when you come to the end of the year, I think there's a proverbial funnel that you get to, and there's an expectation around the holiday season and a culmination of something that you've worked on. So you look at the calendar, right? You see it roll from January to February, and as it goes on, you get to the end of the year. And and I've always thought of December, end of November, December as a funnel. And we draw down to the end of the year, and and whatever faith that people are, whatever holidays they they, uh, celebrate, or whatever vein that they see this time of year in, it is a culmination of a time and space, both in, in a temporal way, like a calendar, and also just in terms of expectations of perhaps seeing family, perhaps having the year end for businesses, you know, schools closed for the winter break. There's a lot of things that finish and then begin again in January. So there's always expectation around this time of year and it's festive and it's fun. And typically sometimes there's a rush as well, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking about that. Christmas rush or, or the holiday rush and people getting things done. And then, wow, you just have time to take a break. I think it, it's harder this year because there's a lot out of our control. Yeah. Like we, we, we don't really have that ability to know exactly what it's going to look like as well is that high expectation that we've had every year about seeing loved ones, having celebrations, having parties that is somewhat dissipated and disappeared. Understandably so. We're in the middle of a one of the most significant health crises of our generation. But I think that's why it's harder. And I also believe that this is compounded. So people's mentality and emotionality are really affected right now. And and it's coming to fruition at the end of the year. Yeah, I was talking to uh, one of the guys I work with, and he was mentioning how he's got some people coming home from uh, university. Mm. It's that time of the year. And I just remembered back, I was like, oh, yeah, that time used to be awesome. Yes. Christmas break, all your friends you went to high school with are back now. Yep. And I'm like, so now you can't see any of them. Right. <laughs> it's just, it was such like a, like, whoa, yeah, that's such a different experience for them that I got to experience with no care in the world. Totally. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, Stu, the human condition is accustomed to going through cycles. So we'll start uh, September, like the fall season, Labor Day, back to school. You know, a lot of the sports are beginning. A lot of businesses ramp up. And there's this cycle that the year goes through that many of the humans go through. You, you, you work hard in the fall and then you push through Thanksgiving and it gets a little colder. The time changes. Then there's that festive season. So typically humans have this response recovery cycle. Whereas this year, you know, it's not as clear. This, there's some ambiguity in terms of when this will end. Is there a vaccine and whatnot? And so there is some uh, trepidation and there's some stress that comes with significant stress because the cycle has been uplifted and, and upended. Yeah. So to deal with that stress, what would you say are some practices that we can really put forth and put out there for people to, you know, enjoy themselves this holiday season? Mm. The first one is personal kindness in whatever you're going through. And I, I direct this directly to our wonderful listeners is make sure you take a moment to be kind to yourself and, and uh, forgive yourself for perhaps things that maybe you haven't done that you thought you were going to get done. Uh, maybe moments of stress or outbursts that you've had, um, maybe getting off routine is, is forgive yourself and be really kind. I think that's one very important practice because 
if we harbor that and don't give it space and time and go through a, a process of kind forgiveness, we will carry that into the new year and it will inhibit us from moving forward. I think the second one, and we've talked about this extensively, Stu, is really self-care. And whatever that means to people, whether they're embracing the rest, focusing on more hydration, and I really emphasize, you know, getting out, enjoying the fresh air and being outdoors, all those things that uplift you from an internal perspective, doing those things that are going to make us healthier of mind and body. I would also say a practice is, is reaching out to people, you know, by, by phone, by virtual FaceTime, email, there's so many different technologies that we can use nowadays. Granted, it would be nice to hug people, you know? Yeah. It, it would be nice just to embrace and hug. And at this time with the uh, with the requirements of being physically distant, that's not there. You know, I think of my own parents and my my extended family. It's an ironic time. I'm not going to lie and say this is really hard. It's it's hard. And I look at my parents and I love them very much and I, not, I haven't hugged them in a long time. And just respecting that space and time and you're still seeing them very close, but this is real. Yeah. And so you can still though reach out. You can still have laughter and checking in and, you know, checking in at the end of the day. That's a great one. I do that with my dad and mom, just check in. And, you know, my wife and kids, we talk off and we're kind of in our own household, but really uh, another element is, is really talking. I said that at the beginning here, I want to really emphasize that to our listeners is now perhaps even if you live on your own is, is find someone you can call and just talk to or invite them on a, a virtual chat. Having the ability to articulate what we're feeling and hear ourselves speak is one of the most powerful ways to move through adversity. Yes, you kind of feel like you got to where I was going to lead you to the next little mm. bit here. And I'm saying, you know, I, even myself, who was, I've, like I said earlier, I was enjoyed this time of the year. And, you know, I've, I'm generally a pretty happy person, but even now I feel like, you know, there was a time when I, we thought we'd be fine by the summer. Yep. We'd be able to go back to normal. And then maybe by Halloween. And now we're at Christmas time looking like we're going to not be able to see anybody at Christmas time. What advice do you have for those people that are really struggling? Like, is it just find someone to talk to, get out there? I know I, I do respond to the fresh air hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what other advice would you have for those that are really struggling? That's a great question. Very important one too. Thanks for asking is, is acceptance is a big one. And what I mean by acceptance is, is not beating oneself up for feeling that way. It's okay not to feel okay. It really is. And, and sometimes people will try to fight through it or feel guilty because of that. And shame is a, shame is a very destructive emotion, but it's a very real one. And if someone feels shame, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just means that they're going through that. And so those of us, and we all struggle in our own right. But the first one, it kind of goes back to what I said before about the kindness and the forgiveness is really getting to a sense of accepting the fact that we're in this time and space. And I would also say, be very marginal with the way you live your life. And what I mean by that is embracing the moment, being as present as we can, enjoying the day we have. If you need to rest, you know, uh, talk to someone, lie down, go for a walk, even feel, feel sad. Those are all very valid and, and, effective and meaningful emotions. What I would encourage our group to do and everyone is listening is find ways to do that safely. So if you find yourself going down paths of destructive habits or things that are going to be harmful to your health or your mindset or whatnot, reach out and talk to someone, listen to a podcast. There's many inspirational things on YouTube, even as a practice, mm-hmm. kind of on your own and you know, how do I get out of this funk? Pull up YouTube and type in inspirational videos. And there's a, there's a lot on there as a resource. 
I would also say in terms of what I found has worked, and I've talked about this before, is is writing it out, mm-hmm. is is writing down our thoughts and putting them to paper and having that almost cathartic experience of having a dialogue with yourself. In terms of the struggle in in our in our homes in our workplaces, the reality is is that a lot of people are now going through it on a wide reaching perspective. So sometimes knowing it's just not just you yeah. can also help. And, and that can also provide perspective in the sense that, you know, if you do need help, there's a lot of people out there who will be empathetic to that. Yeah. And, the, and the key is, as I would say, last things to all say is that really think about prior to going into the holidays, who your tribe is, who your people are, who you can connect with. Maybe it has been someone you haven't even talked to in a while, but really looking at who can I surround myself with that can really help me move through this time. Yeah. I think it's really important to, uh, embrace the fact that we're all in the same boat. Yes. No one is doing anything differently than right. you really at the moment. Right. When you feel, cause you can, when you're by yourself all the time or if you're isolated, you kind of feel like, Oh, I'm losing out on something or other people are doing this. No, we're all struggling and dealing with the same issues of uncertainties. Yes. Uh, so it's, that's very key is just make sure that you, you know, you're not on an island. Very well said. Yeah. You know, when we look back in history, every generation has had their plight. Every, every group of people that has come through this amazing history of this world has gone through difficult times. This is one of ours, Un- unquestionably for, for the younger people, for the kids in school, grade school, and, and, and the, and the people in university, yours and my group generation and our, and our seniors. So in this time and space right now, this is one of the most challenging times we've been through. Our legacy will be contingent upon how we embrace it, how we treat others, how we find our voice when we are going through a challenging time and reach out to someone else, how well we viscerally listen to when someone needs to speak and leaning in, whether it be on the phone, physically distant, over text, whatever it may be, is is really engaging and listening. And, and I use the word listening when I said the text messaging, but sometimes people want to send a, a virtual message. Well, if we can engage on that and then invite a, a, a virtual connection, even see the person over the screen, is really leaning into the listening. Mm-hmm. And so this generation's story, which will be told 100 years from now when no one us, no one is around, this generation's, like call it 120, all of us will be gone. They'll be talking about this at the time. We got to think, okay, what is the opportunity that we can do to actually make a difference while we're here? First for ourselves to find a way, and then for at least one or two other people. And as we go into this holiday season, that would be my invitation to all of us is to find a way to make a difference for one or two people. That's it. And if it's more, fantastic. That will transcend. We are in living in a state and an environment whereby energy is real. When you look at how this world that we're living on spins at a dizzying speed on its axis and goes full speed around the sun, this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. but I think there's a greater energy out there. And I call it energy. I'm not necessarily talking about really a geosity or force like that. If people believe that too, I think that's great. I believe there's a higher power. But my point here is that energy is very powerful. So is positive energy. And even when we're our, on our own, or with other people, that intentionality around being positive, finding the greater good, really leaning into gratitude, and being a source of light for someone else, 
can truly contribute to the collective healing path that we're on. Because one day, Stu, this will end. I'm not sure when. And I think we have to also sometimes temper our expectations because it's always changing. But in this time and space we're in right now, we truly have an opportunity to make a difference. And that's going to happen one conversation at a time. So uh, we should probably end uh, this episode on how, what do we have to look forward to for the next year, uh, for 2021? People are, you know, we're just hoping for the new year just because it was a new, not 2020. Yeah. So what, what do we have to look forward to when you want to tell people? I would say when, if you're listening to this before the holidays is if you can look forward to some time of recovery, time of reflection, time of recognizing however you've been resilient and a quiet time of celebration of how you've somehow, some way found it through this year and also sincere, sincere blessings to those people we've lost because the reality is there's been many lives lost through this process and many lives that are compromised and many families that have gone through tough times. So what do we look forward to is hopefully time of reflection, time of love, time of respect, and time of communication. In the new year itself, it is a new slate, Stu. And for our listeners, I would encourage us all, when we have time over the holidays, is whether you take a, a piece of paper, a journal, a book, is think about two or three things by which you want to start the new year with. And I mean, it could be a mindset. It could be a new habit. It could be someone that you would want to connect with. It could be something that you want to course correct and no longer do. But taking the vein of what are one or two or three things that I'm going to commit to or at least look at, and I don't necessarily mean a resolution, I mean an intention. Because when you get intentional about something, what happens is the, the, the state of your being and the depth of your soul becomes congruent with whatever that purpose is. And it's power beyond measure. I do think though, prior to that, everyone needs to take a break and take a rest. And, and whatever that form may be, doesn't mean you have to stop doing the good things like walking and getting out and being healthy. But these next few weeks coming up prior to the emergence of 2021 is going to be a memorable one. And then 2021 is a, another platform, foundation, you know, open expanse to be whoever you want to be and to become whoever we want to become and to help those who can be inspired by us. That's how I see it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it's a year to look forward to. Hopefully, better things to come. And uh, I, f- I think it's something, something we could definitely grow as as a society with how we handle each other and how we look out for each other. Yeah, so well said. I, I think that's a great note to, to to end on, Stu. Is that just that um, commitment to each other as as a human as a human team? And for all our listeners, we send our best love to you and best thoughts. You know, this has been a time that we'll look back on many years from now. And for all those of you who've been through us, with us uh, through these podcasts and these episodes we put out, we're just so very grateful. And thank you for your energy because for us to be able to speak at this level and at least just speak from the heart, there is a, a collective energy that allows us to do this. And that's you, all our listeners. So Stu, for you, thank you very much for being here uh, with me. I always enjoy our time together. Really look forward to, to coming back on and keeping our conversation going. But in the meantime, I wish you and your family all the very best and all our listeners a, a wonderful holiday season. Yes, thank you, Ranj, and I wish the same thing. And uh, everyone stay safe out there. Mm-hmm.